I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and I have Adam and Heather with me. Um, let me ask you guys this. So for the person who might be listening to this podcast, and each week, obviously, we'll, we'll have a different discussion and, and stuff, but for the person who might be listening and says, hmm, that sounds interesting, I'm curious about seeing what this group is about. Uh, give them a little insight into what the group is about. Like when they walk in, what will they experience? What happens? How will the group work? That type of thing. Well, when they walk in, they will experience people that are non-judgmental. We we don't judge. You know, we we can't judge. Who am I to judge? You know, uh, a safe environment. A safe environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Somewhere where you could just listen if you want to listen, or you can you can talk, involve get involved in a conversation with either of us or whoever else is there. And uh, a lot of people just need that conversation. You know, a lot of people just need not to be judged. You know, they need to feel comfortable. They need to feel like. You know, when we walk into this room, it doesn't matter what we're here for, what we've done, what our past is like, you know, it matters like love on, them. you know, come on in, have a cup of coffee. We got some cookies. You're welcome here. It doesn't matter what brought you here. You know, if you want to sit down with us and talk, I mean, Adam and I both have a history of alcoholism and some drug addiction. I mean, this is who we are. You know, I, I can relate to domestic violence. I left two marriages that were abusive, one physically and one mentally. So like I can bring that to the table. We might get somebody in off the street, a young mother. Hey, I just love my abusive husband. Why is God doing this to me? And, I, and I'm drinking because I can't get over the pain pull up a chair, have a cup of coffee. All we want you to do is feel loved. I think it's very important. And Adam and I worked really hard on this part. Um, I would love for one night when we're up and running for you just to get a quick glimpse of what we do. Like we set up the snacks when we bring them and we use the coffee that's there and we have somebody at the door like, hi, come on in. I'm Heather. This is Adam. I think the one night we had Rob and Justin, two of our friends were there. They were at the door willing to come on in. Is there, you know, just have a seat. I want it to feel like you can be the most broken human being with no hope and you're struggling with the God aspect. And you walk in and you sit down in that chair and you leave with just a fraction of hope and a fraction of understanding that no matter what you have done, you are one of Jesus's kids. You know, like Adam said, we're involved, you know, at the blessing board and um, I get to serve people that are like us, homeless, domestic violence, alcoholics, addicts. And, you know, they're coming in off the streets out of prison. They're coming in so broken, they have nothing, 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 you know, and we tell them this is a blessing from God. We're going to get you some furniture today. And then at the end, we pray with them and offer them a Bible. And, you know, I had a client one day when she came in, she said, don't talk to me about Jesus. 
Do not hand me a Bible. Do not even pray with me because God does not love me. You know, and I said, okay, honey, let's get you served. We were, you, you've been there, Pastor Floyd, you know how we're set up, but um, we were about almost done. We were coming to the end. And as we were coming out, she took my hand and she said, can I have one of those Bibles? And I said, absolutely. And I says, would you like us to offer prayer for you? And she started to cry and she fell to her knees. And she says, I just, I know God's there. I just don't know how to use him. And I don't know how to ask for him to be in my life. She says, would you just pray with me at this moment? So, and I, I don't know if you were in that prayer that time or if it was Melissa, but there was a few of us. We just loved on this woman and we all prayed for her. And, um, you know, she left there with a Bible and she hugged us and she said, thank you for bringing the light back into my life and showing me God. And that's what my hope for this life recovery Bible is. I don't, I mean, if you're not even an alcoholic, you just want to get closer to Jesus and you're struggling, bring it, you know, let's, let's do this, you know, let's build each other up as Christians. And another thing I love is we don't have to be a perfect Christian. You know, I grew up in that religion that you go to church on Sundays, you go to Bible school, you go to vacation Bible school, you, you, you go to youth group, you do all this stuff. But if you make a mistake, you're going to go to hell because your God does not let you make mistakes, you know, and that fueled my addiction for many years because I thought, well, I've already screwed up by the time I was in high school. so. Why is he going to forgive me again? But, you know, it took me coming to AA to get closer to the God of my understanding. And now that I have this relationship with the God of my understanding, I want to share it with other people because I'm not perfect. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, God, take the wheel because I'm going to probably mess something up today, you know. And tonight I'll ask for forgiveness. Adam and I pray every night together. We pray every day together, you know. Um I'm not ashamed of who I am today. You know, I'm a flawed Christian and I have a love for Jesus that I haven't had in a lot of years. Um, between starting this Bible study, between what I do at the blessing board and coming to church, um, it, it has just awakened something in me. Like I'm on fire, you know, I mean, I was never excited for Sunday mornings before like because I would go to church and I would be terrified because like everything the preacher was preaching I was doing the opposite you know and I can remember at one point I asked my mom well if I ever die where am I going to go you know because God won't let me into heaven you know and that was like at 15 years old I had that conversation with her you know and now today I know I'm not perfect and I know that you know, God forbid, if I go to sleep tonight and if I don't wake up in the morning, I know where I'm going to be tomorrow. You know, I'm going to be with the Lord, you know, and he's going to look at me. He's going to be like, Heather Jean, you gave me a run, but welcome home. You know, he's just going to like, <laughs> come on, you know. Um, so I'm done. Thanks. <laughs> no, that is that is that is so awesome. Um well, let me say this. I, I, not God, not Jesus. I'm not even close, 
<laughs> but I, 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 I am pretty sure that he is grateful uh, for the commitment that both of you are making, not just to this group, but the way that both of you are committed to serving him, both through the blessing board, uh, through the other um, AA groups that you're a part of, and you help minister to other people. Um, and I can't thank you enough for, for your commitment to be a part of this group and, and leading and ministering to other people. And everything that you described um, is not just the way that group is supposed to be, but that's the way the body of Christ is supposed to be. That's the way the kingdom of God is, where you come in and you are supposed to feel loved. Uh, you're not supposed to feel judged. Um, there should be someone there to welcome you and love you, but also to say, hey, yeah, you know what? You may have made mistakes. We all have, but let's move forward um, uh, so that we can you know, all draw closer to God. So, so grateful for both of you making that commitment. So, um, again, I don't know if we mentioned this. You guys probably did in the beginning, but uh, when and where is the group meeting? What time? All that stuff. In case people were listening and, and, and we didn't mention in the beginning. I'm pretty sure you guys did, but it's also good to close out with it just so people know. Well, um, we will be meeting on Thursday nights at 7.07 p.m. at Crossroads Community Church on Scotia Hollow Road. And I believe our first official fall kickoff will be September... Seventh or eighth, whatever that Thursday is after Labor Day. Yeah. Second, um, yeah. second, second Thursday in September. It'll be the second Thursday in September. Yeah, whatever, whatever um, date that is, which I don't remember either. This is this is why we all have yeah, I can't. So we can look this stuff up. <laughs> exactly. This is the uh, this is the day and age we live in. Yeah. Uh, so the fourteenth of September will be the kickoff, but then every Thursday night at seven oh seven. Um, right. PM and people are welcome to to show up and you know if they want to come early and have coffee. And you don't. Right, and you can like Adam and I will probably be there between six fifteen and six thirty. So you know, um, just to open up to get. Oh, and um, if anybody does come, you don't have to worry about materials. Um, we have the life recovery Bibles. We have the life recovery workbooks. We have a couple leader guides. Um, yeah. We had notebooks donated to us. We've had pens donated and highlighters, you know, so we are we're ready. Just bring your smiling face. And let's do this. You know, and, and we're going to have flyers. We're going to pass out too, but um, you know, and you know, part of us being there a little early is, you know, to get those people that come in that are like, I'm terrified. Do I even belong here? You know? And, you know, I know what it's like mm. to go to a church and be looked upon. Like I shouldn't even be there. I shouldn't even believe in God because I've been divorced twice. Um, you know, and Adam and I are together, you know, and, and I'm a recovering alcoholic. Well, you shouldn't even step foot in this church. You know, one of the re reasons Adam and I fell in love with Crossroads was, I mean, I, you know, kudos to Pastor Floyd, um, you know, because no, it's, it's my honest, you know, 
you're for me one of the first pastors that I've ever had that has not made me feel some kind of way. You've always made me feel like a child of God. You've always made me feel like I belong, that it's okay for the mistakes that I've made, you know? Like when I walk into church on Sunday mornings there, I don't feel like, oh, there she is, you know? Don't, don't, you know, she's not a real Christian. I had gone to my pastor, this was, well, it'll be 24 years ago, and I sat down with him and I was probably 85 pounds. My face was sunk in. I was heavily into my alcoholism and I'm, I'm a mess because I was taught you go to your church for help. And I went to my pastor and I said, I'm going to die. I, I need help. And he looked at me. He says, well, you shouldn't be drinking. You know. God's not going to like that you're drunk and you're hurting your family's feelings. So just quit drinking and grow up. That was my introduction to church when I was an adult. And um, that pivotal moment for me was when I said, okay, God, you have no use for me. I'm not going to use you. I only used you when I needed something. Get me out of this jackpot. Don't let the police find me. Don't let me die tonight. If you don't, if you let me go to work tomorrow without a hangover, God, I won't drink after work tonight. You know, that's the kind of God I have. But now I have the kind of God that I can sit on my bed at night and just cry and say, I'm flawed. Lord, just take over because I need your help today. And, you know, Adam and I, you know, we're getting back into our AA meetings. Um, we've had a lot of family issues. We've had a lot of stuff going on. We just had a death of his aunt. And we've just gotten, well, I'm going to speak for myself, lazy. And um, we're going to hit it hard. And one of the reasons we, you know, we've been putting a lot of time in at the blessing board, but you know, we need our meetings back in our life, and we're honored and thrilled that Pastor Floyd and the church is opening this church up for us and let us come in. I mean, you know, when we started it a few months ago, we only had like two or three people. There was a, cu a couple times it was just Adam and I, but wherever there's two Christians meeting, there's a meeting and God is there, you know, whether it's just the two of us or three of us. Um but I have a really good, I have a lot that I want to do with this group. You know, um, there's going to be nights when we might do a lesson out of the, um, out of our, out of the workbook. There might be a night we just have an open topic night, like, Hey, what is, what is your God? You know, at, at the blessing board, at the end of a day, we have, um, an end of the day meeting. And one of the, statements that Adam or one of the other leads will ask are, where did you see Jesus today? How did you see Jesus today? I mean, I get chills just thinking about it, you know, so I, I talked to Adam yet about it, but I was thinking, cause you know, I do my best thinking in the shower at night, you know, when my head's like won't shut off. And I was thinking, you know, maybe we could have like a Jesus topic. Like, where did you see Jesus in your life today? You know, I saw Jesus when I woke up this morning. I saw Jesus 
when I held the door for that pregnant lady with the double stroller? You know, what was your Jesus moment today? Where did you see him? And I think maybe moving forward, we could even have a topic on that. Like, where did you see Jesus today? What? No, uh, I'm sorry. My fault. Okay, what did you need? Nothing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought, no, I thought you said something. But like, you know, maybe have like that Jesus moment. And then, you know, I saw Jesus today because I walked, you know, if, if you're new in recovery, your Jesus moment might have been when I was walking my on my way home from work today, I passed the bar and I didn't have to go in it. That could be your Jesus moment, you know, and then we could look at scripture. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be we're going to come in, read a step, read the Bible. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the beginning. Yeah, let's get a feel. Maybe one week we'll come up with a different topic. Maybe this week it'll be, you know, obsessive. You know, part of part of my disease of alcoholism is the obsession, you know, and the compulsion, you know, you obsess, like you get fixated on it, you know, like my problem was 1% alcohol, 99% Heather, you get like, I obsess, like I would obsess for about that first drink. I would obsess about that second drink, you know, so maybe we could work different topics and like, okay, how do you deal with your compulsion? And I'm sure, you know, when I dig deeper and Adam digs deeper into this workbook mm -hmm. and into the teacher guide and, and, and the journal, I'm sure if we look up compulsive disorders, it'll be in mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. Yeah. Good point. Um, well, I, I don't want I it to get boring. That. You know, I don't want it to be like, okay, every week we read Genesis 1. Tomorrow we're going to read Genesis 2. We're going to talk about powerlessness. You know, because sometimes with at AA meetings, and we were just talking about all of this. We're going to branch out to different ones because we have gotten in such a routine, like Monday night we went here, Tuesday night here, to the point that people would get up to share their hope and their experience and Adam would be like, oh, Lord, I remember when he was in the alley eating tuna fish out of the dump. You know, we have heard there's it's so many times that like you almost get burned out. And I think that's another reason why we're like procrastinating, getting back to meetings, because for me, it's that fear of the unknown. Like I'm comfortable with all these people. I'm comfortable with all this. I'm comfortable with that. You know, it's almost unnerving walking into a new meeting because everybody assumes you're a newcomer. Sure. Everybody's intimidating. Yeah. Everybody's going to say, oh, you got like 24 hours sober. Come on over here, honey. You know, but it's just that fear of the unknown. And I think that's what Adam and I are going to strive so much for when we do this life recovery. Like, you don't have to be afraid. Come on in. Even if you come in and you don't know Jesus, and if you come in and you're not an alcoholic, but you just want to come in and get a cup of coffee and have somewhere safe and hear about Jesus. And then maybe like that'll plant that seed. Like that's what we do with our clients at work. They might have heard about Jesus. They might've heard about God, but they really aren't sure. They don't really have that relationship, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many couches dressers we give out. Our clients leave knowing that Jesus will love them. And that they can have a relationship with Jesus, irregardless of what they've done. Okay, and and I'm so glad that you guys 
feel that because I, I, I agree 100%. I, I, I think the concept of you guys taking this, making it your own, mm-hmm. um, and then letting God work through you to create this not totally different thing, but this new thing that, that incorporates, you know, 12 steps, incorporates the life recovery, but also brings out who both of you are into this group, the people that want to love on people, help people, minister to people. Um, I think, I think that's, that's awesome. So any final comments before we uh, wind this down? Uh, And then, um, yeah, any final comments? Do you have anything? Well, uh, all I can muster up after that. <laughs> Sorry. Is, uh, you know, for the longest time, I didn't believe in God, Jesus. And, uh, you know, basically, he has taken the compulsion away from myself. And that's, I didn't do anything for that. That's strictly by the grace of God. And he saved, he saved a drunk like myself. And for that, there's a reason. I don't know the reason yet. Okay. Like I said earlier in the podcast, my mind is too little. I, I don't, I can't, I can't even, I can't even fathom why me. And I don't even want to know why me. I just want to do his will. And, you know, he picked me up a, put me at the blessing board in, in a position of service, service, the most egotistical, selfish <laughs> human being alive, me, me. So obviously God is real and God is working in my life every day. And for that, I am thankful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I just, I just want to share this. Mm-hmm. because it is so, so good. You know, I just want to share it with other people. I don't care if you're an alcoholic. I don't care if you're addicted to drugs. I don't care if you're homeless. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get judged. So come on in grab a cup of coffee and a hug. Yeah. Let's and, talk. And, and two, you know, one thing with AA too that I liked and army our Bible study will be the same. You know, there's no dues or memberships. Like there's no hidden agenda. Like you don't have to be, it's not a cult. We're not going to brainwash you. We're not going to be like, Oh, you have to pay $20 to come in. No, you just come in. And if, you know, if somebody wants to make a donation, We'll either a give it back to the church, or like we've discussed in the past, we'll donate it to the blessing board. We're not, you know, we're not allied with any sect, denomination, politics. We're not here to brainwash you. We're not here, you know. Our we're self-supporting through our own contributions. We're not here for you, you know. We're not going to make you go to AA meetings. We're not going to make you go to a rehab. We're not going to make you feel like your wife or husband are going to leave you if you don't stop drinking. We're only here to show you God's love. Jesus died for our sins. That means tomorrow, tonight when I go to bed, I'm going to thank him for today. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to be like, thank you for waking me up. Help me be better than I was yesterday. And God, 
I'm going to be making mistakes. So, you know. And I think, I think it's important to, to add, even though you guys are meeting in the Crossroads facility, that the expectation is not that anyone who comes, hey, we're trying to get you to come, you know, show up on a Sunday morning. Just like I told you guys when I when we met, if you guys never show up on a Sunday morning, I still think that you guys are the perfect people to do this. And uh, even if people come, you know, regularly for the next 20 years, but they never show up on a Sunday morning, that's okay. Because this is not about, right. you know, trying to get people, hey, this is just a way to get people to show up on a Sunday right. morning. It's right. not about. We're not recruiting for church. Yeah, we're not recruiting. No. Uh, no. We're, we're, well. We're doing the opposite. We're we're trying to help people, right? Without trying to get them into right. church on a Sunday. Right. And so. real quick too, if somebody does come that is struggling with alcohol, drugs, you know, and they come and they hear a little bit about the word, but they also want information, kind of like on how to try to get sober. I mean. You know, um, I don't want to cross AA with, you know, because there could be a fine line. But, you know, Adam and I would gladly say, hey, you know, McKeesport Detox. Adam and I take a meeting in the McKeesport Detox the fourth Friday of every month. We go down there. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we're going down, as a matter of fact. And um, we just have a real informal AA meeting. We take. Adam and I go in, we sign in and detox. And I tell you what, if you want to see Jesus, go to a detox meeting. Because when I leave there, I hit my knees at night and I thank God that I can walk out of that hospital. You know, there is this one gentleman that we've seen there. um, Adam and I've been going every month, you know, once a month. um, We took some time off when his aunt was passing. The same guy is there every fourth Friday of the month that we have been there. He's got to be in his 20s. And every time we see him, what is your plan when you get out of here? I'm going to go to meetings. I'm in a rehab. I'm signed up for a rehab. And just, I don't know what ends up happening, but, you know, but for the grace of God, he makes it back to detox. But, you know, we're not going to sit there and preach detox. We're not going to sit there and preach rehabs. We are not affiliated with AA. We're not AA gurus. We're not going to recruit you to AA and brainwash. That's not. If somebody were to say, hey, I need help. Are there any local meetings in the area for Alcoholics Anonymous? Here, let's give you some names, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if if someone needs help and you have yes. a resource that can help you, you're going right. to direct. Yes, even to the point right. if someone says, "Hey," and I've done this before um, mm-hmm. with people who you know who say, "Hey, I would love to come to your church, but I live here, and so I will go and point them to a God honoring church in their community." Um, right. Would that hope does. that you guys would do the same if someone says, "Hey, I would love to come to your church, but I live whatever." Hey, it's not about trying to get people in the crossroads. But if you are looking for a place, let us know. We'll help you find one in right. the community. Right. Because it's not about trying to get people into crossroads. It's about letting people know about God's kingdom and what right. God can do for them. And um, Right. And same thing with meeting. Like if somebody comes to us, hey, I heard about McKeesport Detox. Point me in the direction. You know, I have no problem 
problem. Somebody says, hey, Wednesday night, I want to go to an AA meeting. What one do you recommend? You know, that's helping the community, you know. Um, and if it's something that I feel I we, we don't have the information, I'm not going to guide somebody the wrong way. I'm not going to give advice. We're not going to be given marital advice. We're not going to be given like, we're not like a bank financial institution. We're not marriage cons, you know. We just want to show you the love of Jesus. And no matter how broken of a human being you are, Jesus got you. Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, looking forward to hearing more about this on the next episode of the podcast. But can I pray for you guys to end this God, we lift up Adam and Heather to you. Uh, We're so grateful uh, for the work that you're doing in their life. And we look forward to seeing all that you do through their life to help your children uh, draw closer to you and overcome just all the issues and trials that are thrown at us in this world. Grateful and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.